Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Rivers and BK on 101 ESPN. It's good to have the gang back together. Ferrario's updates are back. Woo! They're back. We are back. And I love it. On point. And let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Happy to be joined by Jeremy Rutherford. He's our Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. You can give him a follow on Twitter as well, at JP Rutherford. JR, man, always appreciate the time. How you doing today, buddy? Doing well. Ferrario's back. Your hot takes are still horrible. Uh, you guys <laughs> oh, well. JR, come on, <laughs> swing it. Wait a second. That I was mean, unnecessary. What wow. did I say that you disagreed with today? Oh, no, just, uh, I don't know, 27 more years of Harrison Bader's bat. I said five. I said five years, and I said $5 million <laughs> per said, year, and no, I stand by million. that. He said 18 and a half well, per year, JR. craziness. I, I'm just here to tell you that wasn't during break. It actually came out over my radio. You are one pathetic loser. Listen, <laughs> I have had really bad takes before. This is not one of them. No, I've, I've had some really bad ones. This is this. <laughs> this doesn't even make my top 10 list. And we've only been doing this for like eight months, Jamie. That's a good point. You do have one heck of a top 10 list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared, let's get over to the Blues where you have nothing but good takes on the Blues. Uh, right. Let's talk about our guy, Justin Falk, because Jamie and I talked yesterday about the potential expansion draft and who the Blues could protect whenever that draft does come up next year. What does Justin Falk need to show us this year for him to be protected in that draft, in your opinion? Well, I think it's going to be uh, tough because you have a situation, you have a uh, Colton Pareko, you have a Tory Krug, and, and a guy I still like, and uh, Vince Dunn not under contract yet. And uh, as Jamie was saying, I believe earlier in the week, you have a situation with Justin Falk. He's got the big price tag. So do you expose him because you don't think that they would uh, take him and you're able to protect the other three? You know, I think that's a possibility. But if Justin Falk, and I'm looking forward to your interview with him uh, tomorrow, uh, if he can play really well, you know, I think it, it's not so much the 6.5 million AAV that kills you in terms of unloading that deal if you wanted to. It's it's the seven years. And so uh, would that scare Seattle away? Even if he plays well, you don't know. So I think when you look at Justin Falk going into uh, this upcoming season, he's going to have a more defined. So I think he's going to be better. The one thing that we all have to keep in mind is you had two outstanding defensemen in terms of in their own zone in Petrangelo and Pareko. Now with Petrangelo gone, you feel like you'll still get that from Pareko, but I think it's going to be noticeable uh, in terms of of not having that depth on the right side defensively. And does that expose Justin Falk? I I think it could. Yeah, Jared, I absolutely think it could, but you know, he had some pretty good success in Carolina and he was a pretty reliable player uh, for that team. And I'm just looking fast-forwarding to this season coming up, whenever that might be. And do you think that sometimes a player, all he needs is a direct path to success? And what I mean by that is when he came here to St. Louis, just as you mentioned, Petrangelo and Pareko are definitely ahead of him in the rotation. The only way to get in maybe is on the left-hand side. Then he's got a revolving door of partners. 
that he doesn't seem to ever really stick with one partner or another. But now that the path seems to be a little more clear for him and what his role might be for the team, do you think he can flourish in that role? Yeah, I do think he can. I think that uh, he's going to have a better year. You know, I'll just I feel comfortable coming out and saying he's going to be better. Uh, You know, the one thing that we go back to last year and we can talk about, you know, was he comfortable? Of course, he wasn't uh, comfortable. Uh, But what struck me when I wrote a piece last year is that uh, you know, there, there wasn't that defined role, and it wasn't really talked about. And I think Doug Armstrong even admitted, hey, when he came over, we really didn't have a role for him. When I interviewed uh, Justin Falk, I said, did you ask? Like, when, when you're talking contract negotiation extension with the Blues, did you talk about, you know, who am I going to be, what am I going to be there? And he said no. He, he said that he was looking forward to, you know, new scenery and the contract, obviously, and, and they didn't talk about that role. And you know, I think that that was a, a negative. I mean, it doesn't mean that uh, if they would have talked about it, they would have found a role because you had Petrangelo and Pareko. But to me, here's a power play player who wasn't on the power play. Here's a top four guy who wasn't in the top four. I do think the way it's set up this year, it's set up for him to have some success. But as Doug Armstrong always says, projections in the summer are projections. He's got to go out and play well. Yeah, Jay, I still think it's a bit of an uphill battle for him, and here's why, right? And you you talk about Vince Dunn, who's still unsigned right now. I, I It puzzles me as to why he hasn't just signed his qualifier, but I'm not his agent, so my opinion doesn't matter. But once you do get Vince Dunn back under contract, if you look at the way the Blues structure their power play, they very seldom go with two defensemen. Every Every right. now and then, the second unit will see two defensemen out there. But if that's the case... Is it a guarantee that Justin Falk gets that time? Because I'm anticipating that Tory Krug will be the quarterback of the first power play and that Colton Pareko and a Vince Dunn possibly on the second power play. Now, Justin Falk might get some time in that rotation, but I do think there's still a bit of an uphill battle for him to increase his role on the offense. Yeah, with Tory Krug coming in, obviously he's going to be the, the quarterback there, and, and they want to get Colt Preco more involved uh, with the power play and on a more regular basis. So, yeah, I don't want to insinuate that it's an automatic that Justin Falk's going to be on the power play. I just believe that with Alex Petrangelo out, uh, there's going to be some opportunity, and, and whether that's first, second unit, whether that's earning it first and getting in there, whether that's the power play not uh, playing up the stuff, and and then Falk getting there. I just feel at some point in time we'll see him on the power play. And But even if he gets on it, it it's not to say that he's going to be the player we saw in Carolina uh, on the power play. And, and I think he knows that. But uh, I think more importantly, big picture, you're talking about a top four role and you're talking about the right side for him. And those are two key things that I think have to be in place for Justin Falk to have that success. And after last year not having it, it's going to be there this season. So that's kind of the abstract, JR, of what success looks like for him. But in terms of like kind of pinning this down, what does a good year look like? for Justin Falk are we talking about 10 plus goals are we are we judging it by him uh being better defensively like what should I be looking for if I'm a Blues fan to see okay that's different that's the Justin Falk that we expected to see that is a good season from Justin Falk what would it take for that to be the case in your opinion yeah I don't want to take the easy way out here but to me it's not goals it's not stats it's uh good things happening when he's on the ice and you could say that for any player I understand that but we can't have a situation this year where Justin Fox playing 20, 22 minutes a night, second pair, right side. Of course, he's going to see some really outstanding offensive players when the Blues don't have the matchups. And and if we're talking a situation where he's getting 
burned and exposed defensively. Uh, to me, that's first and foremost. I mean, he, he he's an offensive-minded player, but he has to be able to stabilize in the back end. And so that's first and foremost. And then if he can do that, build off that, and then be the type of player, again, that we saw offensively uh, in Carolina. So to me, you know, 15 goals, 40, 50 points, I don't know if that's what we're looking at. I think after the year that we saw last year, uh, BK just want to see a guy who, you, you know, you, you go out there, you play a game, and you know you can count on him. Yeah, Jared, last thing I've got uh, on Justin Falk, and it kind of pertains to Krug, Dunn, and Falk, is physically the way they're built, they're very similar out on the ice. They're not huge guys. Uh, Dunn and Krug specifically use their mobility. Justin Falk maybe not quite as mobile as those guys are. But how important is it for someone like Justin Falk to – get involved physically and i don't listen he's not going to be running guys over left and right but with alex petrangelo no longer in the mix with jay bowmeister another big guy no longer in the mix there is going to be a need for that toughness in front of the net and it's if nothing else just boxing guys out of the house in front and and how is justin falk going to handle that yeah, how about that, Riv? I mean, you look at this Blues defense uh, a couple of years ago to what it is now. Uh, to me, it's it's undergone a, quite a uh, you know cosmetic change when you talk about the, all the guys six four, six five, two fifteen, two twenty. And and I know you know that uh, Scott Perinovich is on the way, another mm-hmm. undersized guy. So will all these guys still be here? Will Vince Dunn still be here when Perinovich gets here? Uh, we don't know, but these guys uh, just don't have the same size and brawn that we. Uh, remember the Blues from the past few years defensively. I don't know if you can look at that situation and say, hey, you know, now it's more incumbent on you, Justin Falk, to be a little more physical. Um, and I know you're not trying to pin that on him. Collectively, as a group, they're going to have to be. Well, I'm not trying uh, to pin it on him, JR, but what I'm trying to do is he has to find a role, right? Like, yeah. Because yeah. he can't just be vanilla at $6.5 million. And that's the thing that guys struggle with. And even myself in my career, you have to find a role. And if he can bring that physical element, play with a little nastiness that maybe Vince Dunn or Tory Krug are not going to bring, that separates him from the pack a little bit. That's kind of what I meant. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, at this point here, is, and I always use this example, this analogy with uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. You know, they never had a fighter, but they were winning uh, Stanley Cups. And, and to me, it's because they were always up 3 nothing on you because of their skill. And so if the Blues have gone this direction where they're – you know, trying to move the puck, maybe they're more undersized guys. You know, they've got some guys who can put up some points with Krug and, and potentially Falk, and you hope you can have that from Pareko. Look, if they can get the puck up ice and get it to the forwards and this team can play like it does, sure, you're going to need a little physicality here and then. But, you know, get up 2 nothing, 3-0 on teams uh, with your skill and kind of the way this defense has been built. And, yeah, it's going to look a little bit different than it has in past years, but it's a different way of being successful. I just uh, I just don't know that you can expect uh, expect it from guys like a Pareko and a Falk. It's, it's really not who they've been. Um, they can up it a little bit, but it's not going to be to the point, I, I think, where uh, they're the player that uh, we want them to be. He's Jeremy Rutherford. Find his work over on The Athletic. We always appreciate his time here on 101 ESPN. You can also give him a, fo- a follow on Twitter, at JP Rutherford. JR, always appreciate the time, my man. We look forward to talking with you again next week. All right, yeah, we'll be listening to Chief in a little bit. Absolutely. That's coming up at 1.30. Craig Berube going to join the show coming up here in just about.